Hello, Musai Collective. I'm your host, Lindsay Cabrera, and welcome to this week's episode. It's the full blood moon tonight, and it's all about finding balance between our need for freedom and our need for connection. So take some time to journal your new intentions and let go of what no longer serves you. Today, I have Carmelina Bakari on the show, who is a cancer slayer. October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month, and I thought it was important to share Carmelina's journey and shine some light on the work she's doing today. As a breast cancer survivor, Carmelina's transformative experiences have fueled her passion for the art of areola restoration, a medical procedure that is artistically created to illustrate a 3D hyperreal areola and nipple. Through her own life lessons and struggles with breast cancer, Carmelina was able to channel her energy into a craft that serves to bring happiness to others while fueling her own life's purpose. Carmelina takes pride in continuously refining her approach, skills, and techniques to not only produce exceptional aesthetic results, but to also support her clients in their transition. Today, we discuss her journey as a cancer warrior, areola restorative tattooing, procedures for a positive purpose, and so much more. This Cancer Warrior Musai is an inspiration to watch, and you can follow her on Instagram at Carmelina Bakari. I hope you enjoy this episode, and here's Carmelina Bakari on Musai Collective. Hello, Carmelina. Welcome to Musai Collective Podcast. How are you doing over there, over in Calgary, Hello. Canada? Hello, Lindsay. <laughs> Thank you for having me. I'm good. It's starting to get cold over here, but we had a great fall, and I spent most of my summer in Italy. Amazing. Yeah. I mean, fall is one of my favorite seasons actually in Canada. So it's gorgeous. Enjoy it. Exactly. (laughs) So for those listening, I met Carmelina back in 2012 through our mutual friend and past guest in season one, Shauna Ireland. (laughs) Shauna. Shauna. Yes. We love Shauna. (laughs) Align and shine. Align and shine. Yes. That's her motto. We love you, Shauna. That's our shout out. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, since we first met in about 2012, you've been quite on quite the journey, which I've been following you this whole time. And, you know, you are a breast cancer warrior and October is actually Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Can you share with us your story and how it fueled your passion for the art of areola restoration? Of course. So before I got breast cancer, I was diagnosed breast cancer. I was a makeup artist for years. And the year before... I got breast cancer. I had read an article about a gentleman in the States in a rural town in the States. I don't remember his name that was doing areola restoration, medical tattooing. And when we were flying to him, I'm like, I'm going to do that. I didn't have breast cancer. A year later, I'm diagnosed with breast cancer. So it's very crazy how my road, the way that my path started. So I was diagnosed in 2014, going into 15, the breast cancer. I had my first chemotherapy treatment on my birthday, December 12th, 8 a.m. So it was almost like, okay, is this my destiny? Is this my path? Is it pre-written? It's kind of crazy. So my gift, and I say this whenever I'm interviewed or I'm speaking about my journey, it definitely was a gift. And I know people will think it's crazy that I say this and I say this all the time, but it was. It was my gift of the biggest growth and eye-opening, heart-opening perspective of life for me. So it yeah. started then. So I had, I started off with eight rounds of chemo, surgery and radiation. So yeah, when I heard that, oh, you have breast cancer and it was, at, it was at my, my mammogram and ultrasound appointment that I'd made because I had felt a pulsating under my arm, which was my lymph nodes. So I had no idea, but I felt something was up. 
I didn't feel sick, but um, my doctor said, oh, don't worry. You know, our lymph nodes swell when we're sick. So I went and the doctor told me that day I see cancer. So even before the biopsy, which I'm so happy because I didn't have to sit and be like, oh my God. And I still got the biopsy a week later and had to wait another week. But those words, when I heard you have cancer, I floated out of there to the parking lot. Like, I don't remember how I got to my car. It must have been almost an out-of-body experience. It was, you know, where you're just kind of like, what's happening? Yeah, it was, you know, it was Mm -hmm. super surreal. And I'll remember, I remember that day vividly. And I kind of floated my way through my treatments and pretending I wasn't sick, Mm -hmm. even though I was, but Mm -hmm. I almost, that was my, my protection, my, my um, push to just get through all the treatments and uh, and my cancer was an aggressive one. And back then I kind of just brushed it off like, oh, I'm okay. And I got not, not that I was blocking it out. Maybe I was, maybe that's part of the, the, to get through it. But yeah. um, he was worried, like they wanted, they wanted to do chemotherapy first because it was in my lymph nodes and that's a gateway to metastasy to your body. But now I know that, you know, years later, but like, I didn't really think about it then because I just had to get through all the treatments, the eight rounds of chemo the surgery, the radiation, um, deciding if I wanted a mastectomy or not. So I decided a lumpectomy, being freaked out, I'm going to lose my hair. I don't want to die. I don't want to lose my breast. So just all these things go through your mind, but it definitely was the biggest gift. And I'll keep saying that because I want to inspire other people to really not, you know, we complain about frivolous things when really we should be happy about even be able to see with our eyes and walk, be able to dance, be able to touch things, be able to smell. You know, you know, I used to take things for granted and I still catch myself. I have to put myself in perspective. Yeah, it was a big eye-opening gift for me. Wow. December 12th, 2014, going into 15, yeah. Wow, incredible story. Just the way things kind of rolled out for you there. Mm-hmm. And the way now where you're at with everything that you're doing, it's just like, <laughs> what? I think it, that's why we're here today because I want to share oh, this with the world. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so with everything you're doing now, you are an internationally certified areola restorative specialist. Let's talk about the art and science behind this. And can you tell our listeners what exactly this process is and how is this procedure done? Okay. So yeah, I'm internationally uh, areola restoration specialist. So what it is, it's fairly new. It's a procedure that used to be done in doctor offices, the surgeon's office, but not this detail. It was just like a mark of color on the areolas. That was, it wouldn't, wouldn't stay, but no detail at all. This one, what we do now, it's a hyper real depiction of an areola nipple and it's custom to every cancer warrior out there. So when a breast cancer warrior comes in to see myself or my business partner, Casey and I, Casey Rainey, because we work in tandem, it's pretty cool. Um, she's a lefty and a righty and then we switch off and it's a really cool experience. It's a very emotional. So we're very, we have the bedside manner is very important because these women have just gone through a crazy journey and some still are, you know, sometimes cancer returns and sometimes we're dealing with terminally ill breast cancer patients that I'm putting an areola nipple on them and they're terminal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's super emotional. So what we do, so I'll explain so when the breast cancer warrior comes, or even even somebody that has had a, a um, surgery gone wrong and has lost their nipple to necrosis, whatever it is, we can make a 3D hyperreal areola restoration on the 
anatomy that was molded there by a surgeon or a nipple that's, that has, needs that done. So we pick a color, custom colors, maybe two or three. We swatch their skin. We draw on their body just to have symmetry, tell them where the placement is. And it's all hand drawn and like custom. So it's not a, a stamp. So it's custom and all done. Each person has their own aerial restoration tattoo, 3D hyperreal done to their what is their color, their custom color and their size, their look. So it's done with a machine. We use different needles. So each pixel's put into the skin and it's a permanent medical procedure. So it's pretty crazy, but pretty cool because it does, I don't know if you've seen pictures, but it does look super real. Um, yes, yeah. I have. Honestly, everybody listening, if you go to her Instagram, which I will tag later, it looks so real. Totally. I mean, it's so real that I think you get reported sometimes on Instagram. Oh yeah, we've had issues with <laughs> you that. Know? Yeah. Yeah, we're working with a we have a group we're part of World Medical Tattoo Artists and we're working on that with Facebook. We we there's been a bunch of women that are in this industry that have stood outside Facebook London in like big boob suits. And, I saw that. And, yes. So, <laughs> and, you know, just to put our name down, not to take our work off. Yeah. It happens. I'm always getting reported, but yet there's so much more on Instagram that totally. That's not you know, medical. It's it's and it's just like naked girls yeah. everywhere. And then this yeah. is getting reported. Are like, you know, almost naked girls. And it's like, okay, these breast cancer warriors have gone through, you know, facing mortality, but yet we can't give them a gift of um, showing you know, a beautiful case. Basically, this is the last thing that that is done for them after, yeah. you know, after the, what they've gone to. This is what their last, you know, cherry on the cake is for them done is this areola nipple tattoo yeah. on that medical tattoo. So yeah. why not, you know, treat it as a beautiful gift? I don't yeah. know, it's pretty crazy. Well, I think that's so incredible. And it's been so inspiring to watch your journey this whole time from when you were diagnosed to going through your treatments, because, you know, I am a good friend of Shauna's too. So, you know, I was watching her go through your journey with you and, you know, and then seeing everything that you're doing now is just like, it's incredible. And you should be so proud of what oh, you are you. doing. Thank you for reminding me that sometimes I don't. <laughs> no, I don't. You I know, don't. And, yeah. and I see some of the videos that you share of your clients after, you know, they have the procedure done and, you know, it must be such an incredible feeling to be with your patients during this time of this transformation as you restore their feminine body parts. So how does it feel? Like, what is the feeling when you reveal so to your is, new patient? That is my favorite part. And I can speak for Casey as well. That is our favorite part of the procedure is the reveal. Yeah. Because, and sometimes some women don't want the reveal to happen, but most of the time they do. And because it's such an emotional journey and I understand the treatments are like I could walked in their shoes with the journey of chemotherapy, radiation. I've had a lumpectomy. I almost lost my nipple, but my I prayed to my doctor, please don't take it off. Please don't take it off. That was my whole thing. He saved it. He cut around it. But that's not always the case. They usually mm-hmm. just take it off because, you know, they, you know, they don't want cancer returning. But I'm, I begged him for the year, please seven months, please don't take off my nipple. Yeah. For women, it's not even for others. It's for us. We know what's yeah. us. our shirts and our body. We know it's a yes. Totally. So when we do when we do the reveal, it's so like emotional for them, but it's super emotional for myself and Casey. Like I start bawling because they always think some of them have waited to get this procedure done. And some of them have no idea how huge and impactful it is emotionally. 
and mentally and physically, obviously. But when they yes. see themselves in the mirror, they cannot believe how they feel like something that's been taken has literally been given back. And sometimes they're like, my, this is better than my real one. Yeah. That's, the, the <laughs> that's a very nice compliment. Especially when we get messages from them saying, my husband loves them. <laughs> so Perfect. it's very... It's very um, rewarding for me and Casey. And it's that's our favorite part. Really, it's the reveal. And to see their happiness and how they they look, like walk, like they're in the mirror and they're like, they feel like the journey's not, not done, but like they feel complete. There's a wholeness there. Yeah. That is the most beautiful part. These reveal videos that some of them you've shared and they're very powerful. Like I think yeah. I've even been brought into tears watching them because you're like, oh yeah. my God, that's so yeah. wonderful, you know? So I can imagine how connected you feel to these women. And I'm sure that when they come to you for their consultations, they probably, you know, feel that they can trust you. They feel that they're in safe hands because you experienced all of the things that they have experienced with the treatments and the, the how they feel. And, you know, you can resonate with them. So maybe they feel this sense of trust and uh, security. They do feel a a sense of trust. And plus, like I said, the bedside manner is super important. Like walking out the door or even consultations, the whole speaking back and forth. And once they're at the house, they're in our residential studio because we created such a cool, we have like, we have one in Ontario, Central Alberta, Edmonton, Calgary. We've created the studio so it feels not medical. Medical, yeah. Medical and spot together. So yes. obviously we're super, super careful and super sterile, sterile, everything's sterile, everything's yes. clean, but there, there's a warm sense of safety and love put into it. Like we treat everyone with such gentleness because they've just gone through a huge journey mm-hmm. and we're, we're, we're doing something very personal. So they are very, uh, that's our first thing is making them feel welcomed, safe, protected. And like at the end, obviously happy is what we've given them. And we've, we've had good results. We've made, most of them are happy. All of them. I've never had anybody not happy with what the outcome is, but just keeping them feeling safe emotionally and trusting us is the the big thing. Mm -hmm, Absolutely. Wow. So (laughs) this is probably my, one of my most like, I don't know. I want, I don't want to say powerful conversations that I've had on this podcast. Like it's just really important to share this, I think, you know, and I Thank just, you, I, because I've been watching everything that you've been doing and I, I'm just like, feeling I'm feeling it well thank you, <laughs> you for know? like helping yeah thank you for I know you're gonna make me fun I know thank you for helping us spread awareness yeah through, through your podcast I always get nervous before speaking but then I just flow but yeah I really appreciate any awareness we have to spread about what we do and obviously letting other and for standing with our breast cancer warriors because it's not easy Cancer is not going to go away. Exactly. Yeah. And they say it's, it's even gone up like this year. I was reading an article. So uh, it's, you know, it's crazy. And it's not even, it's, you know, and it's funny. People think, oh, breast cancer, there's a cure. Oh, you know, that's the easy one. No, it's not. It's metastasis that is the worry, mm. the worry of breast cancer. You know, it's usually, you know, we're good. And it's always putting in the back of your head, praying it's not going to return because it's not going yes. to. When people say, oh, you're, you're in remission. No, I say it's gone. Yeah, like that word remission that it's lingering in my that life. it's coming. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. So the fear is always pushed back. You know, having my lifestyle with trying keeping my stress low because I feel stress is a huge factor, mm-hmm. and a healthy lifestyle, keeping yeah. good vibes around you. 
There you, you go. Drive. You are going to drive. <laughs> I will be talking about that later, actually. <laughs> I know yes. Oh, you always know. Yeah. Well, you know, since ancient times, makeup has been used to enhance beauty and confidence. So how would you say your art is a practice to promote healing, self-love, and personal change? Okay, so <laughs> I feel that through my breast cancer warriors, that it's it's created such healing just to see their smile on their face and be renewed, like almost a renewed feeling, because I'm not going to say the chapter's closed for them, for us and them, because I understand that part because it's an ongoing book. I think it's not a chapter close, it's an ongoing book. So it's just keeping your faith and that you're healthy and taking and daily not having fear in your mind that it's going to return. But the healing part comes visually when they see, just seeing that touch of color, there's life back. It's created some kind of life for them. So it's healing in that way. So like emotionally, it's healing physically and mentally, I find just those just having that, just physically them seeing it on their body. Yeah. It's almost because like that I'm chapter. sure, I think I was reading, well, I was doing some research and I think I believe I was reading about how, you know, obviously when you lose your either, maybe it's a whole breast, but if the nipple mm-hmm. is removed, then there, yeah. there's a sense of grief, right? So you're bringing yeah. it back. So that yes. the full rejuvenation of the whole breast being completed again because the nipple is back and it's like 100%. maybe better than ever than before yeah. so <laughs> so it's it, yes 100 so when I I was so worried and I said this and I always say this is like okay I'm gonna lose my hair I don't want to die I don't want to lose my breasts and I chose after my treatments I was so done with the the treatments and tired that you know he's like Carmelina I'm gonna give you do you want the mastectomy? I'm like, oh, I don't know. You know, this is, you know, gives me the percentage of chances. And I'm like, well, maybe I'll just do radiation. And so I had all these thoughts and I'm like, hey, I'm just going to do a lumpectomy. I'm done with, I don't want to go through expanders and expanders are, if they, you get your breasts removed and you have to get this expanders put in where that's another three to six months of stretching your skin and putting implants. Uh, so I was, just, it's a process. So I was yes. done, but, but the areola, like, like the whole thought of me uh, maybe losing my nipple is scary because it is, it is part of us. You know, even if you don't have breast cancer, have been diagnosed, you know, it's, it's our femininity. It's part of your body and it's, it's, it's personal. It's not even about where to show off, uh, you know, it's sexualization part of it. I'm yes. Saying, it's, 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 you feel complete as a woman, yes. you know? Yeah. So it's a feeling. So I um, feel that, you know, just restoring that in them, it's renewing everything, a lot of things. It really heals a lot emotionally. That's the main one. Mm-hmm. We see happiness and smiles and we get tons of messages. And it's like, it's some have waited a long time to do it because of fear. And they're like, why did I wait this long to get this done? Yeah. But like you said, they're just exhausted from everything exhausted. else. Exhausted. But yes. really, this might be the next thing to kind of like, Start it's like the a next up. chapter. Yeah. <laughs> yes, totally. Totally. It's like a nice pick me up. Yeah. So you also have a give back initiative with your co-founder, Casey Rainey, called Procedures for a Positive Purpose. Positive Purpose. What yes. is this all about? Tell us. <laughs> Procedures for a Positive Purpose is an initiative that was created by Casey Rainey and I, my business partner, for women that are financially restricted that cannot afford this procedure. So we either get, we raise money for them or there's silent angel donors and this money goes towards them, towards this procedure, which 
they are, we want them to have, obviously. So this is a beautiful, and we spread awareness and all that with this. So this is a great initiative that we keep in mind. One of our cancer warriors donated a check. We did one of her aerial illustrations, donated a check from just all, she does weddings at her, her hall that she does. And she gives the check for all the bottles that they collected for the weddings. And that's pretty beautiful. So that's going towards prestigious for a cause of purpose. That's so nice. So that's, so that's beautiful because yeah. she's paying for it because she yeah. understands. Yeah. So that's what sure. it is. So just creating awareness and hoping that every cancer warrior can get this procedure. Yeah. I'll definitely link this information below if anyone's feeling called to donate. And um, I think that's really beautiful, you know, paying there's, forward. There's also a link on my website where they can donate. Okay, perfect. Case and I yes. both have it. Yeah, so it's perfect. Mm-hmm. I'll add that. So to be resilient is to get through adversity, challenges, and to have self-awareness. In what ways has your resilience led you to your purpose? And can you share with us your divine purpose here in this lifetime? (laughs) Yes. So I believe for myself, and I don't want to speak for everybody, I believe that I'm not here for myself. I'm here to pass along any kind of inspiring love push to others around me. And if I can do that, then I'm fulfilling my purpose, whether it's not even talking about breast cancer worries, whether it's smiling at someone that's sad on the street, whether it's buying a coffee for someone behind me, it's always doing little things daily on the daily, telling a woman she looks beautiful, you know, and her, she looks nice today. I don't know, yeah. just always bored in some way because, and seeing people, I see you yeah, because that's what we want to be saying. And we don't know people's struggles and stories. Yeah. We don't. I don't. We don't. So that's, I believe why I'm here and especially going through this journey, it's pushed me even more to that. To pay it forward, smile, it forward, just live smile. in Always giving love. Yeah. Leave people feeling better than yeah. before. Yeah. Because yeah. like when it. we die, <laughs> when we die, they don't remember you, what you had or what they remember how you made them feel. That's, yeah. a, really, that's a big one. Yes. It is. Well, I can say that you have a beautiful energy and you're so vibrant. (laughs) And I know you love to dance and spread your infectious positive energy. And I remember we were actually all in a visa one time. I was there, you and Shauna were there and we met at Heart, had dinner, there was dancing, but I know you two love your dancing everywhere all over the world. (laughs) And excellent music, of course. So, you know, how has music and dancing been a huge part of your journey Music and beneficial to your life. Oh, oh my God. Music is, music is, so on this side, not right now during COVID, but I would bring DJs and create and host parties here in Canada. But it's my drug. It's like my natural drug. It really just takes me to, it always has. It's almost been that kind of escape. Even during chemotherapy and my treatments, I would blast music at home because I spent a lot of time at home and I'd blast music and, you know, dance and go for walks, cry, come home, listen to music. Yeah, have a dance. So music is definitely still now my natural drug. Oh yeah, I, I agree. I love music. Yes, I have to listen to music it. every day. We need to go back to Ibiza soon. I, I know. I was just saying that today. I was like, I used yes. to go every single summer. Yeah. Yeah. Usually in August. And so, yes. yeah, <laughs> I know you like, like good music. 
miss the island a little bit. Yes, me too. That's awesome. So yeah. Okay. So can you share with us maybe one or two muses in your life that you'd love to give a shout out to? Yes, I do. I'm going to, I'm going to give a shout out to my Zia Jashinta. She passed away. She was my dad's sister. She was a strong, resilient, hardworking, beautiful mother, amazing aunt, a woman. And she taught me so much. She was just this, this strong force, like cultured, smart, and just everybody, she was a teacher, but all her students loved her and they always came to her. She was just a strong force. I loved her energy and she taught me a lot. So I want to give her a shout out to her because uh, she brought a lot to my life and to my personal development coach, Lynn Goldberg, that helped me through a lot of, I started speaking with Lynn uh, right, right before I was diagnosed with breast cancer, I wanted to work on some childhood things. And then we kind of continued and she brought meditation into my life. She has a meditation app and she's a great personal development coach. So she brought a lot to my life in healing. And I want to give a shout out to her. And she lives Thank in Montreal you. and I love her. Yay. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry for your loss, but you know, she's with you always. Yeah. You know, so that's wonderful. Well, okay. So I guess we're going to get to our follow your bliss finale question. This really literally just flew by. Wow. It did. did. Oh my God. And yeah, I mean, I'm having so much fun, but um, can you share with us one positive affirmation with our listeners? Yes. If you can... One positive affirmation is self-talk. If you're you're telling yourself negative things, turn that around right away because usually it's our own narrative that hinders us from going forward or creating little problems that don't don't need to be in there in our life. So just the self-talk, turning those negative narratives around with ourselves. Thank you. I agree. Yes. I'm all about that. Journaling affirmations in the mornings yeah. and like stuff like that. It's really Amazing. nice. Wow. Okay. Well, thank you so much for being on the podcast today and sharing your amazing story and you know what you're doing now. It's so incredibly inspiring. And everyone, I'll link everything below so you can follow Carmelina and her journey as she continues to help other cancer warriors on their journeys. <laughs> Thank you, Lindsay. I appreciate it. And thank you for spreading your vibes and your good energy. <laughs> Let's meet in Ibiza one day. Let's I would get, love that. <laughs> we'll have to get Shauna out there. And oh, yes. It's, it's a must. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thank you so much for being here. See you soon. Thank you so much. Thank you, Lindsay. Mwah.